reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. We want to have our testimony for this morning, and uh, our sister Naomi, Naomi Honyesi, would give us a testimony. Is Naomi here? Naomi? Okay, there she is. Put your hands together for her. She would come give us her testimony. Every day as you hear somebody's testimony, encourage yourself and believe that yours is on the way. Hallelujah. I'm Honyeji Naomi from Mercy Zone. My pastor is Zippy Grace. I want to thank God this morning. It's been four years since I've joined the church. And then through the preaching and the encouragement word from my pastors and the bishop. I was, uh, I'm able to be established in the church. And then there was a time I lost my dad. The church supported me in every way. This morning, I'm here to thank God for bringing me into this beautiful church. Wonderful family. Nice, amazing, and a fantastic family that I found today. I want to encourage others, those who have just come new, or those who have been in the church for some time now, to join the church wholeheartedly. They should join any organization. Let me say, uh, I'm a member of the uh, Alcaba Ladies. You can join the choir any other group that you can join, that will help you. Even if you don't feel like coming to church, that alone will make you to come to church because you know you belong to a member or a group. And then I would like to thank uh, my ZP, ZP Grace, and then my shepherd, uh, Nana Kusi Gabriel, for their support. In the time of my sorrow, when I was down. Thank you. All right. God bless you. I'm sure you got the drift of what she was saying. For some of us, the only family we can ever have or experience is that of the church. Some of us have lost our parents. We do not have siblings around. We don't have our uncles. Some of them have even rejected us. Some of them don't want to even have anything to do with us. But in the house of the Lord you can be assured that you can have that kind of support and family that you so desire. Put your hands together for Naomi. Amen. 
So 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 says, work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. I want you to look at the person next to you and tell them, work hard. It continues, it says, be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Amen. This morning, I want to encourage you to work for the Lord. Give your neighbor a big smile and tell them, work for the Lord. And as I speak to you in the words of this song, I pray that you'll be encouraged to continue working for the Lord and join me to learn it as it's a new song. Amen. It goes, work for him by his grace, work through him. Hungry. 
Jesus. Amen. As you meet Jesus, your life will never be the same again. Amen.
Clapping your hands for the Lord. And let's pray. Father, we thank you for the blessing of being in your house this morning. Let there be a difference between those of us who are in your house and those who chose the world let this time in your presence be a fantastic time of impartation we thank you father in Jesus name we pray amen clap your hands for Jesus keep clapping your hands I welcome you to our Rep Your Jesse Sunday. Shout unto the Lord. We have a special cake for the team most represented today. So, we'll see. I'll let Brother Michael sort us out. That's why I'm in a different jersey, so that you, do, you won't think that I want to eat some of the cake. Uh, I have my own team. So, it's a blessing to be here today, and we thank God for the things we love. And uh, our lives as Christians are not um, limited only to the church. We have another life outside. And as much as possible, we want that life to also reflect Jesus. And this morning, I have the pleasure to read a couple of scriptures to you. And I'll share a few thoughts. And then we will see who is going to take the cake home today. Clap your hands for Jesus. Shall we be seated? First Timothy chapter 6 and I'm reading verse 12 First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12 Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession. 
before many witnesses. A good profession before many witnesses. A good profession before many witnesses. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse number 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. A Christian has a profession. The word profession, homologia, talks about the things you say, what you claim you are. What you claim to be, your profession, you profess. So today I'm giving you a new meaning of the word profession. That it is not just carpentry or driving or engineering. But the word profession also means what you confess what you say. Now, Christ, the Bible says, is the high priest of our profession. Jesus Christ is the high priest of the things we say we are. So if you say you are a Christian, then your high priest is Jesus. Amen. Now, when Jesus comes into your life, he changes your profession. The things you say you are and the things you, are, you, are, you, you do with your life. See, sometimes your profession is not something you just say with your mouth, but also your life, your actions. That is why we say when somebody is a carpenter, it is his profession. He doesn't need to say that I am a carpenter, but what he does, nailing wood and sawing wood, shows that that is what he's all about. So you and I also, today we are learning that we also have a profession. And our profession Is a life in Christ, holiness, righteousness, serving God, working for the Lord, as our sister sang. We also have a profession. 
when you work for the Lord, that also becomes your profession. Hallelujah. You don't need to write on your t-shirt, I work for the Lord. But when you work for the Lord actively, that becomes your profession. That's what you say you do with your life. So this morning, God wants everyone here to have a profession. Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on life eternal, whereunto thou art called and hast professed a good profession. A good profession. I don't know about carpentry. I'm not too sure of medicine or law. I can't tell whether it's a good profession or not. Those who are in it will know. But the Bible tells us that there is something which is a good profession. So if you are here and you are a seamstress, you can also have another profession. And that profession, Jesus is the high priest. It's a priestly profession. A carpenter can have another profession. I am a medical doctor, but I have another profession. You can't, you can't tell clearly that I'm into another profession. Because when you become a Christian, the Christian life itself should be your profession. There is something to do in that life. You can have a profession within your faith. So he says, Holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, those of us who are on our way to heaven, consider, think about, am I speaking to Christians this morning? Consider, think, think deeply. Think about, stop and pay attention to the apostle and the high priest of our profession. So, we also have a profession. And when you think deeply, you will ask yourself, am I really into the profession? Am I really, am I, am I, am I part of the work? Not just with my mouth as in what you profess, but does your life show that you are in a certain fellowship where Jesus is the chairman? If you go to Ghana, um, Institute of Engineers. They have their president. Mr. Abebrese is their president. If you go to Ghana Medical and Dental Council, 
they have their president. Dr. Osei is their president. If you go to, if you consider Ghana Dressmakers Association, they have a president, Mrs. Mavis Ofosu. Every association of professionals, they have their president. We also, as workers in the house of the Lord, we have our president. And our president is Jesus Christ, the high priest of our profession. So, ladies and gentlemen, I read these two scriptures for you to know that um, we may be accountants and bankers, drivers and lawyers and masons, but we, there is also something called the profession of a Christian. And our profession is not only what we profess, we speak, say, with our mouth, but also what we do. So today, I'm sharing with you, and I've just ended, I've been talking about how you can turn your passion into your profession. Your passion. The thing you like. God has a way of turning it. And this morning, somebody's passion for Chelsea can be turned around into his profession for the Lord. Turn your Bibles with me to Matthew. Just a short sermonette. sermonette. So in chapter 4 and verse 18, we see Jesus Walking by the Sea of Galilee. The Bible says he saw two brethren. Simon called Peter. And Andrew his brother. Are you reading it in your Bible? Don't follow what is on the screen. Just They are doing their own thing. You have it. That's why you must come to church with your Bible. He saw Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea for they were fishes. They were fishes. And when they met Jesus they were into the fishing business. Verse 
then he said unto them, Follow me. Follow me. And I will make you fishes of men. Follow me and I will not take your passion from you. But I will rather redirect it. I will rather redirect your passion into a new profession. There is nothing you have that Jesus wants. I mean, think about the car you are driving. I mean, what does God want to do with that car? He doesn't, even if you were driving an aeroplane on the road, let's say, let's say that you are rich enough to buy an aeroplane, a Boeing 787, and it's on the road. God doesn't need it. Because the height, the maximum height of that Boeing 787, he with his wings, even the angels he has created, they can fly far higher. He doesn't need your allopray. He doesn't need it. No, I'm just trying to let you understand that there is nothing you have that God is like, he's jealous of you. <laughs> he's not jealous of you. He doesn't need your wife. What is he going to do? I mean, think, what does Jesus want to do with your wife? Why? Even your beloved that you, you cannot even make up your mind about her. Because the color of her face keeps changing every day. You can't take a decision because today is dark. Tomorrow is chocolate in complexion. The next day is fair. The next day, the eyebrow, there's nothing there. One day is it's black. Then it's, it's slim and it's thick. It's a triangle. The, the, base, the base is here and the apex is here. You can't take a decision. Mommy, you don't understand the message I'm preaching? I'm saying that such a woman, God doesn't need... I mean, she, there is... No, I'm telling you. He doesn't need your... Even the devil doesn't need your child. No, no. Satan does... Like, like he wants your car to have an accident. No, 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 no. He doesn't need your car. What Satan wants is you yourself to be destroyed. That's all. So he may use your wife or your car accident or your house burned, but it's not that he likes your chamber and hall. So when God comes to you and tells you to hand over something you have into his hands, 
It's not that he is jealous of you and he wants to lie. He wants to extract your happiness from you. But he rather wants to use that thing in your hand to make your personal life a great and a better and a more powerful life for you. That's all. By the way, um, you are widely read. Who is the national um, best farmer, uh, best fisherman? The national. I don't know. Oh, you read a lot. I know you. You don't know national best fisherman. National. Uh, what, what's the name? What do they call him? Best farmer, best fisherman. Yes. Who won the award last year? Best fisherman award. I think from El El, El, El Mino, is it? or is. Accra Jamestown. But there is a we have a national like he won the award. National best fisherman. Oh yeah. National best fisherman. You see how we are struggling to know his name? He's not popular. But today we are reading about Peter the Apostle. Yes, a fisherman that he gave his fishing business to God. And today, 2,000 years after, we are preaching about him. That's the plan. Yes. That's a plan. Google it. Some of you are Googling. Who, who, who is a national best fisherman? We don't know him. And so would have been Peter also. Peter would have been an insignificant spot on the earth. But when he handed over his fishing business to Jesus, 2,000 years, the national best from his arrival is Nelmina, but we don't know him. 20, uh, 2012. Even when you Google, it's 2012 information you get. When there is a national best farmer, current, last year, December, was it December? Uh, uh, some, some awards. December. Uh, we had one. Still, I'm waiting. No, so, nobody is telling me. Charles Egan. Charles Egan. <laughs> national best fisherman. Say, so, do you know Charles Egan? Is he a photographer or is he a what? For as long as your passion is in your little life, nothing much comes out of it. But when something you love powerfully, you convert it into something for the kingdom, something for God, something for church. God uses that and says, follow me, be with me. And this same fishing business, I'm going to change it. You will still be fishing. But what your net will catch will not be fish. It will be men. Your passion. Even in our normal day-to-day social life, I mean, secular life, working life, you know that it's said that the best job to do is the job that is your hobby. The best job to do is the job that is your hobby. Like my, I'm not working. I don't think, I, I don't see myself as an employed person. When I was in college, I was employed. Yeah. 
But what I'm doing right now is because you have to go home. I can be with you for 10 hours. Last Friday, I had an all night. I preached from 11 to 6. 7 hours. Easily. I mean, I, I, was, I was alive and fresh. Very fresh. Very fresh. So like, I'm tired. I have to sit down. Get me some uh, uh, lucose. No. From there, I went for an outdoor. Then to a wedding. Fresh. Because everybody has what he or she is like. And, and, and also, there is something eh, when I'm doing, I'll get tired in five minutes. Oh, yes. There is nothing like turning something you are passionate about. Turning it into God's hands. There's nothing like it. Your love for Chelsea. Your love for Manu. Only that you don't know. But that's why today I'm telling you. You can follow Jesus with your love for, your, for Manu. He, that, I mean, what does Jesus want to do with Manu? Is it their money or what? I mean, what money do they have that Jesus doesn't have? But if you follow him with that passion for Chelsea, for Arsenal, and use it for the Lord, that same passion will, one day, you will not be in a room, but they'll be mentioning your name. You can use your love for basketball. To fish for men. Yes. Some of you here can come together and form a team. Yeah. Ah, but if 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 in Ghana here we have Brekum Chelsea, so, is it a team? I don't know. Sometimes you know those of us who are not into these things, we make mistakes when we are preaching. Is there a team called Brekum Chelsea? Yes, sir. Breakroom Chelsea. And it's a legal entity. So why can we not, not, not also have Bread of Life Arsenal? B-O-L Chelsea. Or Frafrahaman U. <laughs> and train and use your sporting, your, your matches you play. Not 45 minutes, 45 oh, 25, 25. When you finish, you preach to the people who have come to watch. Follow me with your passion. And I'll turn your passion into the profession which has got Jesus Christ as the high priest. He's always asking us, what do you have? Some of you sitting here who are wearing your jerseys and so on. I mean, that's what I'm, what I'm talking about. Maybe what will even give you even happiness and fulfillment and hope for life. A lot of you here don't have any education. Some of you have to sit here. You owe RME. You owe RME. RME. You owe. Some of you owe maths. 
As I know somebody here who owes maths. <laughs> yes, you owe. You, you also know two people. Yeah, I know one. I, 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 but if you're here, I'm sure there are some of you. You owe English. You owe French. <laughs> oh, oh, I shouldn't say it. Oh, please. Allow me to be myself. This is my passion. Yeah, allow me to express myself. Allow me. This, you're sewing as a tailor. You can use it for the Lord. Yes. You see, that's why I like that word. Say, consider. Just look carefully at Jesus Christ, the apostle and the high priest of our profession. If you consider him carefully, you realize that you can also hand over whatever little you are doing. And you see, some, a lot of, look, if I was, I was into business, eh, I'll find a way of connecting my business to the church. Oh, yes. I don't have any business. That something from my business flows into the church. Somehow, whatever you are doing out there, fishing for fish, fishing for salmon and tilapia, there is a way, I don't know how, but somehow Jesus said it, that I will let you continue fishing, but this time you will catch something bigger and better than tilapia. Bigger and better than tilapia. That is what brings us here this morning. And I want to say to you today, what do you have in your hand? Some of you, before you got born again, you were rated the best fornicator in your area. Everybody in the area knows that no girl crosses your path. You can, no, you can change it. Change it. I I, I don't know why you like girls. I don't know what it is. But you can change it. Your love for the same girls. But this time, instead of leading them, heading them into your bedroom, you will head them into the church. The same. How do I know? John chapter 4 tells us there was a woman who met Jesus. She had been with five men. Married. Married five men. And the one she had, the current one, was not her husband. I mean, I, I personally know some girls. They are into men. I know a particular woman Whose hobby is married men? That's a hobby. Which has now become her profession anyway. Yes. Married men. Not this type of boys and girls who are, you know, two shirts and three shirts. Men who are, I know her personally. Don't challenge me to mention her name to you. Why are you challenging me? Married men. If you are not married, she has no interest in you. She does married men. That was the woman in John 4. Read your Bible carefully. You will notice that 
when she met Jesus, she turned that passion into her profession. She, what that? She, she ran. She ran into the town. She left her water pot, went her way into the city, and said to who? The man. Because her, 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 her hobby is men. Not to the women, not to the children, not to the boys, not to the girls. When she went into town, the, the, the people she ministered to were men because she was already into men. <laughs> Isn't that nice? It's beautiful. So I'm saying that, that there is nothing you have. Today, 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 July 2017, I'm preaching about her. Think about it. Are you a harlot? God can change your prostitution into something kingdomical. (laughs) Kingdomical. She said to the men, verse 29, next verse, come and see a man who told me everything. Come and see a man. Is this not the Christ? Next verse. Then they went out of the city and came to him. She used her that same passion, that same affinity or love, whatever, to be able to bring. If you are here, you are a thief. You can actually steal people also into church. You can. Show them how to run away from their friends. How to move away. They are with their girls and they suddenly, you know, you are in church. Yes. Like Rahab. She was a prostitute. A prostitute. One, a prostitute. Her, her work is not just having sex with men. No. A prostitute. Well, I don't know. These type of Zongo, Zongo Junction girls. Maybe. That, they are, no. I'm, I'm telling you. No. There's a prostitute. If you spend one night with her in Chelsea, Chelsea, no, Chelsea is not a team. It's a, it's a, it's a place. Chelsea prostitutes, 30,000 pounds a night. It's not sex. Ah! It's not sex. It's how to manage, handle, When you fall into the hands of one of such 30,000 pounds a night, escort, you forget your mother's name. <laughs> your life will never be the same again. It's not sex. How long is sex? How to be with, relax a man, how to, I mean, That was Rahab, the prostitute. What did she do? When the spies went there, she knew a woman who knows how to hide men. <laughs> yes. That's why she was, God did not send the men to the Kakis. Or the high priest's wife. He sent the men to a prostitute. They fell into the hands of a prostitute. And did she keep them well? 
I mean, it's when, when, when the drama was over, they didn't think you want to go home. He said, wow, how do you do this? Said, I want to stay with you. He said, please, I've changed. <laughs> Your passion. Hand it over to God. He asked Moses, what do you have in your hand? A stick? Drop it. See what can come out of it. He has a five, uh, the boy with the five loaves. What do you have? Five loaves. Even Philip himself said, five loaves? What? I mean, we have 5,000 men besides women. Five loaves, what will he do? He said, just give it to me. Today, may the most insignificant part of your life be handed over to God. Hand it, your profession. Ask God, how can I use my singing for the Lord? Like your nice hair. Nice smile. Stop smiling. You are disturbing me. I'm preaching and you are, you are trying to uh, disturb my preaching. Don't smile. When I'm preaching, stop smiling. Yes. Be serious. You are, you are making me melt in front of the church. What are you doing? I shouldn't preach. <laughs> you can use your nice hair. I mean, shake it. Shake it. Oh. Hand over your life to God. Hand over your life. Hand over your love. Hand over anything that's in your hand. My, I, I, I gave my wife to Christ. My children to Christ. My profession to God. I'm a doctor. I still use my medicine. I use it. I'm a doctor. You can't change me. <laughs> Not even 10 hours of preaching will change me. I'm a medical doctor. I'm a whatever. I'm a whatever. Whatever is in your hand, eh, leave it. Give it to God. He will make your life greater. He has more use for what is in your hand than you will have use of it yourself. And today, God wants to make you great. I want to say it again. Even, even, even your life, he doesn't need it. If you want to go to hell, you can go to hell. <laughs> he doesn't need your life. I mean, he has angels, though. He doesn't need you. I said, if, you, if it is hell you like, go to hell. Go to hell. We hand over our lives to Christ. There is no one in the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, who handed over his life to Christ, who was not made better, bigger, more powerful, more prominent, more significant, and great. None. Show me in the Bible. A madman surrendered to Christ. He became a preacher. Decapolis, ten cities. A man who couldn't even go home. He lived in the, in the cemetery. Became a pastor of ten cities. Your life is changing today. Your life is changing today. Whatever you are doing, find a way to connect it to Christ. And God will bless you. Stand to your feet.
I'm hoping we will have another rep your Jesse soon again. Bring your friend. Is it is it netball? Is it table tennis? Bring your friends. Use that thing to build the kingdom of God. Jesus said, I will use your fishing business to build the kingdom of God. And are we not talking about Peter today? I said, are we not talking about Simon Peter today? 2,000 years. A fisherman, the best national. He's not even known today in his own. He's alive in his house. We don't know who he is. We must Google. 2,000 years after, we are talking about somebody who never lived with us. Today, every eye closed and every head bowed. The first thing I want to ask of you is your life. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Your friend invited you. Your sister brought you to church. You want to say, Pastor, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to know Jesus. I need Jesus. I want to walk with him. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You are here today. I'm not saying you are a thief or you are, you are a bad person, you are a wicked person. No, I'm just saying that you don't have Jesus Christ in your life. You don't have him in your life. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you on this wonderful Rep Your Jesse Sunday. It is your Sunday. Yes, I see your hand. Lift your hand high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Yes, lift your hand high. Lift it high. Lift it high. Lift your hand high. Lift it high. Lift your hand high. Above your head. I can't see your hand well. I want to be born again, Pastor. I want to give my life to Christ today. I want to be born again today. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again today. Wherever you are, wherever you are, if your hand is up, come to me here. Come. With your hand up, take your Bible, take your notebook, take your pen, and come. Come. Hand over your life to Jesus. He doesn't need your life. He will only make it better. Come to Jesus. Heavenly Father, I come to you today. I surrender my life to you. I declare that you are my master. You are my savior. You are my Lord. Thank you. Thank you for being my Lord. Thank you for being my master. Thank you for the grace. The grace. The grace. The grace, the grace to serve you, to know you. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. And keep me in you as your child. In Jesus' name. I'm not going back to the world. I'll live for Jesus all my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. 
Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.